0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back my Wisdom of Wombats to the Wellbeing in Your Wallet podcast. Sean didn't think I was going to keep up with this, I but I am. I didn't. It's, it's Okay, I like and, it. And our special guest is out of the loop. She has not heard our last episode, so she has no idea what the heck we're talking about. <laughs> but I am glad I'm sticking with, with my Wisdom of Wombats, um, so you can keep hearing it on our future episodes. But anyway, I'm Grant Gallagher. I'm a head of well being here at Affinity Federal Credit Union. You're listening to the Wellbeing in Your Wallet podcast. And I'm here with my co wombat and co host, Sean. Sean, say hi to the folks.
1: Hello, everybody. Great chatting with you again and chatting with Grant, obviously. Uh, my name is Sean Lubitz. For those of you who are new listeners, I'm the vice president of retail branches here at Affinity Federal Credit Union.
0: Thank you, Sean. Uh, and today we have a special guest. Uh, Our guest today is Antonia Middleton. She's the Assistant Vice President of Retail Branch Operations here at Affinity Federal Credit Union. Uh, Antonia, why don't you tell the folks a little bit about yourself?
2: So like you said, my name is Antonia Middleton. I am a personal advocate of financial freedom and wellness. I'm also um, certified in uh, credit union counseling, so I'm definitely passionate about helping people achieve financial freedom.
1: All right, and, awesome. and I have to say too, Anthony is one of my favorite people at Affinity. I just need to get that out there. So I've been looking forward to this episode for a little bit, Antonia. Uh, no offense, Grant, but it's nice to uh, fair. to have Anthony on here as well.
0: Well, I mean, I, I do have to warn you. I, I didn't know about all of Antonia's credentials, so I mean, I might say, Sean, watch out. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. It, we are in for a treat, no doubt. <laughs> I don't know if I'm saying watch out as as a, a potential replacement for you as a co-host or for your job, but you know I think yeah. either is on the table.
1: I know, I know. Trust me. Trust me.
2: <laughs> she is. Uh, ex-
1: <laughs> she is extremely. Uh, she's amazing. One of my favorite people. Like I said.
0: All right. So we'll we'll put all of our witty banter aside and and move over to our icebreaker here, uh, and this one's a little bit of a fun one today. So. Uh, Sean, if you were in emergency, or what if an emergency fund had a superhero persona? How would it yep. save the day in a financial crisis?
1: So I thought a little bit about this one. Um, I feel like one of the superhero powers is, um, I don't know, it, it, you have a hand cut off, right? It sounds dark, but your hand gets cut off, it regrows. Okay. So savings account, emergency happens, you spend a $1,000, immediately regrows back, you get that $1,000. That would be the uh, the ultimate superhero power for a uh, an emergency fund
0: okay i like it uh Anthony, how about yourself
2: um i actually i i agree with sean i would love for my money to definitely regrow itself right <laughs> and when i thought about a superhero persona i thought about like wonder woman right definitely always there to come in and to save the day yeah
0: no I totally like that. um You know, I'm, I, I just, I also chose like a power, not like an actual superhero, but I'm thinking like, you know, the ability to see into the future, you know, because you're, you're, you're planning, you can see what's coming and while you don't maybe know exactly what it is, like you're kind of thinking about it and and looking ahead. So, you know, it's a good way to be prepared and not, not have things blow up in your face. (laughs) All right. So that was, that was a. Fun, fun conversation but uh, now into the meat and potatoes of, of today's topic um, you know obviously the we're the well-being your Wall podcast this is all going to be financial well-being and well-being focused um, but you know one of the topics that we are constantly beating into our listeners head is the importance of that emergency savings fund I mean honestly I don't think we've made it through a single episode where we haven't said you know you should be saving for for an emergency. Um, but today is it. Today is the emergency savings episode. It is the big one. We got the big guns in house, um, you know. So we're going to talk about just in general building savings. You know, rebelling against your own money, emergency savings, why it matters. You know, how you can do it, how you can make it. You know, less painful. Um, so we're we're covering it all today. So with that being said, um, you know, one of the really fundamental ones the steps to to approaching this topic and you know I'll I'll toss this over to you Antonia is setting up automated transfers and I'm I'm a big big advocate of just kind of setting it forgetting it you know I went to the Ron Papel school of of uh, savings so you know what how should people approach that you know what's what is what is the way to to make themselves succeed when they're when they're looking at emergency savings
2: sure so I believe in this concept of um, "fu money," and so for disclaimer, for the purposes of Affinity Federal Credit Union, the "fu" stands for "fed up," right? So we're all we're just going to go yep. with that. And so what that does is it helps people feel empowered to save. Often, when we think of savings, it's something that we don't really think an emergency is going to happen to us, right? But what if you can kind of take that power back into your own hands and say, whether something happens to me or I want to make a decision? decision that best benefits me, I want to have something to kind of to back me up. And in order to do that, I like to incorporate the um, concept of just automatic savings. And so having money, and we can talk about how we determine that specific amount that automatically goes into a separate account that you can't see. You don't even think about what it is. You may not see it on your web banking. You know, Um, you want to make it difficult to access that you can put away and it's going to be set it and forget it.
0: I love it. You got to protect yourself from yourself.
2: Exactly. You know, don't, yes.
0: Don't, don't even give yourself the temptation. Not um, at all. Yeah. No, that's, that's great. And you know, it's the, uh, the, the whole, whole concept of, of fed up money. It's, it's the, you know, drop the mic moment. Right. You know, you're just like, how can, you know, sometimes the, the pain of a situation, it's just, you don't, you're, you're tired. You don't want to deal with it anymore. You know, I I had this actually a couple months back and I've mentioned on the podcast before where I was dealing with a broken dishwasher and it was, you know, and, and, you know, for some people, that's not a big deal. I spent the majority of my life without one, but now that I have two toddlers, I don't, I don't know where these dishes come from, but they just seem to constantly fall out of the sky. And I was literally paying attention and, and keeping track of my time. It was an hour a day of doing dishes while this, this stupid thing was broken. So, you know, of course, it's just out of warranty, of course, like there's like three different things that are falling apart in it. And after spending, you know, way too much time on the phone with customer service and trying to figure out how I can get some sort of reasonable savings or coverage, warranty coverage, some sort of repair, you know, it was basically to the point of we're getting so close to the cost of just buying a new one compared to repairing it that, you know what? just going to spend a little bit more. That's why the money is there. Let's alleviate the pain. And you know what? Today I have a working dishwasher that's brandy new, has a new warranty, you know, nothing's going wrong with it. It's even a little bit quieter, but you know, if I hadn't planned ahead for things to break, I would have spent a lot of money and still had that same annoying dishwasher that was probably just going to break down again, you know, in a few more months or, or a year.
2: Sounds like yeah. it was an fu to that dishwasher, or you were fed Hell up yeah. with it, right?
0: <laughs> well, it's and, and that, that was something that my wife had mentioned a few times in reference to our dishwasher because she never liked the thing, and was like, and I was like, are we going to really pay to repair something that you hated in the first place? And she's like, no, let's get a new one. I'm
1: like, all right, we're good. <laughs> it always it always seems to be those things, though. Um, we we're getting to the point where we're going to need a new driveway soon, and. I just, I can't justify spending that money. It's just not what you want to spend money on, right? Or a new roof or, you know, windows or things like that. So it's, it always seems to be those things, right? They're just not, not something you're looking forward to. It's money that comes out that um, it needs to come out. But at the same point, it's, I don't know, you you feel like you're not benefiting from it, but again, in the long run you are, right? Uh, But in the moment you feel like it's, it's, it's a hassle, it's not what you want to deal with. you know again the FU money, I love that Anthony, I totally totally agree with you. I think that's a perfect name for it. Um, with the automated transfers piece too, I, I've talked about this in the past. To me, it's it's about setting the behavior early on, right? If, if you get a raise, set that behavior early on. If you start a new job, set the behavior early on. Um, I think in the previous podcast we've talked about children ensuring that when they do start to work right or they're earning money for chores, they understand that uh, 50 30 20 rule that we spoke about grant yep. um, putting a portion of those funds away and then it, it's like you don't have them anyway right you're not relying on them it's very hard as you get in the habit of using the entire paycheck to go back and, and start to save you know 20% of that paycheck so that's what I would tell everybody you know the the automated transfers is huge set it and forget it but uh, do it. As, as much as you can, if you if you start to earn a little bit more money, continue to manage the transfer um, accordingly.
0: Yeah, no, that's 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 great advice. And you know, Anthony, maybe you can share a little bit about you know what are the ways to set that realistic budget at the beginning of the year. You know, what's the right amount? What's the right approach? You know, can you can you share a little, little bit more there?
2: Sure. So what I encourage. Um, My clients to do is actually analyze their current financial situation. So, what you would do is go into your web banking and look at your checking account, the account that you use the most, and go through it. See all the expenses that you have. Do you pay rent? Or mortgage? Do you have a car payment? Do you are you making credit card payments? Everything that you see um, and can account for, you're gonna make a make a list for it. And even if something as simple as you go to Starbucks four days a week, make a line item for Starbucks and put how m- how much money you spent in that area. And so once, if you want to make sure that your math is perfect, you can also do it for um, two months, right? Just to make sure that you didn't have any unexpected expenses that are being accounted for. And so with that final number, you want to subtract that from what it is that your income is. And whatever number that you have left over, that's technically money that you have to be able to put away without changing any of your behaviors. So without saying, I'm going to spend less on coffee or refinance my car for cheaper payments, this is what you have left over. And if you just take a portion of that number, not the whole thing, um, and it can be as as much as a 1,000, as little as a 100, just take something because right now we're talking about the behavior and set an automatic transfer up to a different account. Um, I actually encourage everyone to have at least four accounts, and so one being a checking for your bills, right? So when you're doing this process, what comes out automatically monthly, or what do you pay manually? Those are all for your bills. Then we have your another checking account for your leisure, right? So you know, a bill for me is nails that goes in the first account, but something leisure <laughs> for me is like um, maybe like the Starbucks, right? It's not something that I do all the time. Then you're going to have uh, two more accounts, both. Of those being savings. One, I consider a flexible savings, meaning maybe you had um, a car issue or something like that. That's going to come out of that account. This is money that you're setting aside, but you are not, um, you know, you access it if you need it, but if you don't, it's sitting there to protect you. And then you have your permanent savings. You don't touch this money under any circumstances. As far as you're concerned, this is zero, right? And so when we talk about those automatic transfers, that number that you decided to put away monthly. Half of that, you want to go to your flexible savings. And the other half of that, you want to go to your permanent savings. Don't think that any number is too small. It's best to start anywhere. And as yep. you, um, like Sean mentioned, get things like raises, right? We we joke about you know the 1% or 2% raises, but on annual salaries, that's a decent amount. Can you put yep. that new 1% towards that savings until you can get where you want to be? Um, or, um, or even adding it to um, um, something else but we just want to make sure that we have that constant behavior if we keep the behavior up those nest eggs continue to grow over time yeah
0: no that's that's excellent advice and you know one of the things that that i I always approach when we're talking about money you shouldn't touch is something like a CD is a great way to take advantage of you know money that you can't really touch um, it's you know, of course, in theory you can break it early and you can pay a penalty, but that penalty is a really good motivator to just not touch that money and you know yes, it's kind of hard to continually contribute to to a CD but what you can do is you can ladder CDs you know you can open up multiple and smaller amounts you know you can set a certain threshold as to when you sweep everything over and open up a new CD um, but it's it's a really good way and I mean especially right now because I mean we have I mean, I don't want to say historically high interest rates at this point, but I mean, you know, what are we looking at? I think it's the statistic I heard is they're the highest rates we've seen in almost 40 years. That's a, that's a pretty, pretty substantial amount. And, you know, for my fellow millennials out there listening, that's uh, the highest interest rates in probably your entire life. So (laughs) take advantage of that and, and, you know, get a little, little bit of interest back for your money because it hasn't been that way in quite some time. Um, The other thing I wanted to mention too is, you know, based off of the timing of this podcast, you know, the beginning of the year, one of the things a lot of people forget about is those annual expenses. We're talking about annual insurance premiums, any sort of annual membership, Um, and don't forget about those. Those those should be broken down into a monthly basis built into your budget as well. So when that one-time annual fee comes out, doesn't matter if it's, you know, 50 bucks or a thousand bucks. You don't want that surprise, so and it doesn't matter if that where that lives in your budget. Maybe it can be a piece of your emergency fund. I probably wouldn't put it there because you know it's going to happen. But make sure you have that money figured out and set aside because you don't want surprises. Surprises are the enemy of a good budget. So, uh, Antonio, what what's the timeline? You know, when when should people start planning for that emergency uh, emergency fund? How long should they plan to build it up over time? Is there an endpoint? Um, what does all that timing look like?
2: I would say, there's no time like the present. Don't wait. There's no um, perfect time in order to start saving. Um, as a matter of fact, you can look at the clock now and say now, right? So now yep. is the the best time to um, start. I know it's the holiday time and we're often um, spending a lot, but it never hurts to st- start now. You can open up the accounts now, right? You can yep. start to do the, the work of analyzing where you're currently doing your spending. So all of those things start, prior to when you're able to start making, um, those automatic deposits. So like I said, just start doing your homework now and set that behavior up early.
0: Yeah. It's like they say, it's a, uh, you know, when, when was the best time to plant a tree 20 years ago, next time <laughs> is today. So, you know, don't, don't wait on that. You know, so obviously as, as you mentioned, there's, tons of holiday debt that occurs this time of year, you know, people are really feeling that, that, that crunch from, from the holidays, but, you know, even though there's a lot of pressure to spend impulsively and spend a lot over the holidays, what, what can people do to kind of combat that and just be mindful and, and kind of avoid that post holiday, uh, debt hangover, if you will?
2: I would say if you want to buy those uh, tangible items, see what sales are out there, see what coupons are out there. Um, I will always use a good coupon (laughs) in order to get something at a discounted price. Um, But there's also um, intangible things, right? I like to focus on experiences. There's but so many, you know, pocketbooks and bags definitely telling on myself that um, (laughs) I can buy. But is there, can we go see, you know, a Santa? Can we go see uh, Christmas trees and lights? Um, is it maybe can we couple this in on a vacation, right? And yeah. so I think there are different things that we can do that um, help us to show appreciation to our family and friends and create memories without always having to spend money.
0: Yeah, no, and and you know one of the things that we've seen this year, well, last year, over over the holiday spending was that uh, people putting stuff on credit is up. You know, people are are financing the holidays, and they're gonna they're gonna feel it for a while. You know, nobody nobody typically pays that all off in in January. It usually takes them quite some time, and you know, hopefully, it's not just by the time they pay it off, the cycle is starting over where they're they're building up that holiday debt again. Um, but you you raise an important point where, you know, uh, spending is more meaningful when it's focused on experiences, when it's sp- uh, focused on creating those memories. Um, you know, because you you get buyer's remorse, you get bored of of physical, tangible consumer goods pretty quickly. Whereas that memory that you create from from those uh, experiences, it sticks with you. You know, you basically get to live that that experience over and over again, and and is is great for your well being. And that is not something I just made up. It is validated and scientifically proven by Gallup. So um, always think about that. Uh, you know, is is it a good idea to swap out spending for a holiday party. You know, it, it might be might be a good way to spend time with your your family and loved ones. Um, is it a good idea to instead of spending something and think about this in, in the upcoming year, you know, pretty sure everybody has a birthday every year. Um, does it make sense to go out to eat or go on a little trip or do something like that versus a, a physical item might create a more meaningful experience than if you were to just, you know, buy something or even a gift card.
2: I, I always hate um, to,
0: <laughs> I hate uh, to dunk ahead, on, on gift cards. I, I, I seem to do that a lot, but you know, if some, if someone in your life is just like, you know, you can't think of something creative or meaningful and you just kind of default to that gift card. Maybe you don't need to spend on them. Maybe, you know, just spend time with them. Go, go do something with them.
1: We, as people too, we, we just have, sh- we have short term memories, right? So yeah, just getting out of the holidays, we're going to be like, oh, man, like I spent way too much, right? I spent more than I that I should have. Ask me the same question in April, I'll be like, ah, you know, I probably yep. spent a little more than I should have, but it wasn't bad. Again, in, again September October, ah, I'm going to be smart this year, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna plan it out. I'm gonna be more smart with my money. Get me back into November December, and I'm I'm stressed, right? Yep. So it's it, like to Anthony's point, now is is the best time. Yeah. All right. We, when you're in the moment and you're realizing what you're spending, go through. Start to plan for next year. Are there are there costs that you could cut out of next year? Um, if you do have a holiday party, and every year you have a holiday party, and every year you realize you're spending a little bit more on it, or you wanted to, you know, cut down on some food, or you didn't have enough, start to start to think about those things early on. And start to put some money away for it. Um, again, gifts. Uh, it, everything adds up quickly. But I feel like. If people are like me, very short-term memory, um, I forget about it very quickly and then go through the same struggle again uh, this time next year.
0: Yeah. It's, you know, every, every year we're, we, we jump into it and, you know, referring back to our last episode, it's always new, new me, you know, new year, new you, I'm not going to make last year's mistakes again. And then we forget about it by the end of January, and you're back into that same cycle. But it's because we we bite off more than we can chew. We we're, we're really ambitious, and we feel supercharged because it's the beginning of the year. But then that beginning of the year doesn't last too long. It's a pretty short time frame, and it's just kind of status quo. So, you know, you get to you
1: get to June, and you're already like, well, not this year then. Right? <laughs> this just isn't the year for me. <laughs> So, you know, I have six months to plan next year. I'm going to, I'm going to put these things in place. Um,
0: time goes by very, very quickly. I'm thinking so 2025 again. is going to be my year, Sean. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I like it. So, you know, obviously cutting back, being more purposeful and mindful are, are all great ways to kind of manage your, your budget and, and keep spending under control. But you know, what if, what if it's not an option? Maybe if you just need to figure out some, some extra scratch, uh, Anthony, what do, what do you have from that perspective? Do you think there's some advice you could share with our listeners?
2: I would say be and get creative, right? So, I'm gonna tell them myself a little bit, but it's not considered re gifting if the person needs it, right? <laughs>
0: that, that I love, I love that,
2: right? It's if the person needs it, it's not re gifting. So, just a personal experience someone gifted me like a ring doorbell, right? Yep. And so, my they dad could be listening but,
1: right now, Antonia. Be careful.
2: I know, right? So my dad's like, hey, I want a ring doorbell. Now, I didn't see why I should buy another one because he said that he needed a ring doorbell, right? So what he doesn't know, which he might know after this podcast, is <laughs> that's the, the ring doorbell that he received. Now, I don't know. You may call it girl math, but um, it didn't cost me anything, right? So my cost basis was literally zero on that. Um, but I do think that just overall, all there are things that people appreciate from us that don't always cost money right i know this season for me to save money i decided if i'm not going to see you on christmas day do i have to buy you a gift right you know do i have to rush and get one or um could we just opt out of it sometimes if we have discussions with some of our friends they're they're like okay good if you don't buy me anything i don't have to buy you anything and we can just do something that we like to um together to had that experience, whether it's going out to eat, which does technically cost money, but we can always cook, right? You can have a potluck. So <laughs> if you want to have that holiday party, but it's expensive. Everyone bring a dish and now you have an awesome experience and you still got to have that get together and gathering.
1: You know, what's interesting to me too is um, when you talk about just extra funds or trying to find ways to, you know, save some money, it's, it's so easy now to sell things right? On like, let's say Facebook marketplace, right? You have, you have that item in your home that you haven't looked at, thought about for years that you maybe told yourself, yeah, I'm going to get to it. I, you know, I do, I do like having it. I'll use it eventually. Probably not. Right. So yeah. take that item list it on Facebook marketplace. Um, you're obviously not going to get, you know, a tremendous amount for it, but it's something and it can add up, but it also on the flip side of that, trying to save money, there's a lot of awesome items on sites like that. Where yep. you can go and you can find different things that maybe you know are brand new, unopened, that people just don't have a need for, and they're selling at a huge discount. Uh, you obviously want to be careful that you're you know not being scammed. You want to make sure it's quality. But you could look at that two different ways, right? If you're if you're looking to buy something, you could probably find a good deal. And at the same time, if you have a lot of things that you've acquired over the years, um, it might be a great place to you know list some of that and get some extra cash that way as well.
0: Yeah, and I, I actually have a, a, a confession because I told my wife as well as myself that I was going to sell my old laptop to justify getting a newer, shinier, more expensive laptop that was better. How'd that go and, for you? Pat? And and I, I kept being like, oh, just list it. You know, I need to. And it is still literally sitting <laughs> right next to me, just untouched, unused. Just in case. Just, yeah, just in case, you never, you never, <laughs> listen, that <laughs> one's a four, that, that one's a 14 inch. It's a little bit more convenient in case I need to take it anywhere. The newer one's a 16 inch. So, you know, it's a little bit more bu- burdensome. It's harder to bring on a plane. Um, but I, I keep telling myself, I'm like, I'm going to sell this stupid thing, but I, I keep just putting it off. And that's, is that it. is, that is my confession. Um, but I also do want to mention to your point, Sean, up until probably about five years ago, Every, and I'm, I'm a huge tech geek. I'm a, I'm a nerd. I loved my gadgets and my gizmos and I had never bought a new computer up until about five years ago, everything I had bought was either refurbished or renewed or used, you know, because it was, it was significantly cheaper, like typically Mm -hmm. 20, 30, 40% cheaper. And I mean, listen. It's it is a hobby that you can get very expensive and very deep into and spend a lot of money. But there are people out there that are paying that first adopter tax, getting the shiniest, newest, fanciest stuff, and then selling it at a pretty decent discount to subsidize for their next big thing. They actually so, do sell it unlike me. Which
1: what you're saying too in the in the tech space is like as things get older, they're worth much less, right? You can get a good deal on them. Yep. AKA your 14 inch laptop sitting next to you the longer you wait <laughs> that's uh the value's dropping pretty significantly it's, it's, there great i'm gonna i'm gonna push you to been, sell that it's thing. been
0: two years now sean
1: oh uh, yeah we're gonna get you to sell that thing maybe raffle it off to a, a listener or something <laughs> oh,
0: man yeah probably that's that's probably all it's worth at this point is, is a, a raffle prize <laughs> so so anyway, um, no, this was this was a really good conversation. We're, we're about to pivot over to our, our member mailbag. But I just wanted to give you guys any any final thoughts on on, uh, you know, how we can earn a little bit more money or, or you know, make that budget work a little bit better. So, so it's, yeah, never you- too,
2: it's never too uh, late to start saving. Definitely set up those four accounts. right? Do your homework to understand how much you can um, save comfortably without changing any of, of your lifestyle by analyzing your current accounts and seeing how much you can put away. And then definitely having that flexible savings and then that permanent savings. So that is my advice. And don't forget to make that fu money.
0: All right, so uh, as you know, we have our member mailbag segment where our listeners write in with a question or a comment. Um, and if you wanna be on a future member mailbag segment, you can send us a question or comment on uh, Facebook or Twitter to affinity FCU with the hashtag uh, member mailbag. Oh, I'm sorry, I said Twitter, X or Twitter, you know. It's still twitter.com. So in my mind, it still counts. Um, <laughs> So anyway, our member wrote to us, uh, as the holiday season comes to an end and we transition into the new year, I encountered a high price item while shopping. Although the initial excitement was undeniable, buyer's remorse kicked in, only to realize it was beyond the return policy. Now I'm left wondering if this purchase will disrupt my finances in the coming year. What do you guys think?
2: Definitely selling it on a third-party marketplace. Sean mentioned Facebook marketplace. Um, also, there are groups. Every county has their own group. So maybe, you know, that's a definitely a safe space to be able to resell that and try to recoup some of your funds.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I totally agree with Antonia. Um, and I've been there. Everybody's been there, right? You're, you're caught up in the moment. And you're excited about it. But the, the biggest thing is try to get back what you can for it now right? Don't yep. wait. Um, if you're, if, if, if you have something that you're, you're truly worried is going to disrupt your finances, it is not worth it at that point, right? If, if you're yep. questioning, should I keep this or not? Because it will disrupt my finances that immediate right there answers your question. Um, so I would do exactly what Antonia did look to see what you could get for it, try to find a reliable site or individuals that you could sell it to and get some of that money back. Um, again, that's the, the action. And then the behavior again is trying to to be a little bit more you know, aware next time when you have these purchases or you have these ideas, maybe take a day to think about it and, and ensure it's really something that you want or need and have the, the um, resources to to purchase.
0: Yeah, and uh, do as I say, not as I do. There, there are tons of those marketplaces out there. Um, I like to use my mother-in-law as, as an example here as they recently moved this last summer and they're kind of in making their new house how they want it to be. So some renovations here, there they're redoing their kitchen, the, the old kitchen that they, they hated. And the reason I brought this up is, you know, she was sharing me. She's like, Oh yeah, I, I sold the cabinets on Facebook marketplace. I'm like, wait, people are buying used cabinets. Like there is a market for anything. She sold the cabinet. She sold the dishwasher. She sold this st- like half that kitchen. She managed to sell on Facebook in pieces and like, You never know what people will buy. So just throw it up there even if there's a doubt. You know, who knows what it's worth, but it's worth whatever you put up there, whatever people are willing to pay. You'll probably get an offer even if people don't want to pay that. But hey, it's more than it just sitting there collecting dust or, you know, you're throwing it out. So why not, right?
1: Sometimes to that point too, Grant, it's um, it's just to get rid of it. So it's not even making money. It might be a big item that's just taking up space and you're happy someone is willing to come and take it away for you. That is is very true one of the perks as well
0: there are a lot of free pianos out there but you just have to figure out how to get it out of there (laughs) all right so this brings us to uh today's product spotlight and today we're talking about our smart start savings so whether you're saving for a down payment dream vacation or rainy day we're here to help you earn more towards your financial goals with the affinities award-winning high-yield smart start savings account Affinity Smart Start Savings earns 4.0 annual percentage yield on the first 10,000 in savings, which is eight times the national average as reported by the FDIC. This means a higher savings rate on more dollars for Affinity members. For those new to the program, it's unique for its inverted interest structure that encourages our members to get started on their savings journey with no minimum balance and no monthly maintenance fees. It's a great way to get started. your emergency fund since this structure allows for easy access to the funds when you need it with no limitations on transfers or withdrawals Uh, did i mention that smart start is award-winning affinity smart start savings account was recently named best credit union savings account for deposits under ten thousand dollars by cnbc select and has been recognized as best high yield savings account by the buy side from the wall street journal for three years running now save smart earn more and reach your financial dreams quicker with Smart Start. You can visit affinityfcu.com forward slash smart start to learn more. All right. So we covered a lot this episode, a lot of really good information, a lot of really good conversation. So Antonia, I have to thank you so much again for joining us today. Um, you know, I think you gave us a lot to work with to really figure out how to get started on that emergency savings fund, how to save smarter, how to make it work for us, you know, how to protect yourself from, you know, dipping into that savings, um, you know, just really practical advice. So, uh, you know, I want to thank you. Uh, what are, you know, kind of your final takeaways and, and highlights that you wanted to share?
2: Um, Again, it's just it's never too late to uh, get started. And especially as the new year comes, that's a great time to start to set up that automatic uh, deposit, um, even if it's as little as um, $100 every two weeks. You know, you still have uh, $2,400 at the end of the year in order to start that that savings. And if you continue that behavior, um, it only continues to build. So that is would be my biggest takeaway.
0: And like you said, you know, get started today. Even, even if you, you missed the boat in setting it as a New Year's resolution, start now. You know, if you're listening to this from a recording, you know, I don't know, June of 2026, start saving now. Do it today. Exactly. How about you, Sean? You have any final final world words?
1: Yeah, I, again, I always just love to highlight that we have amazing people here that are willing to have a conversation with you and understand your individual situation, right? We, we really encourage our members to come in have a conversation with us. Again, call us over the phone. Um, we want to help you budget. We want to help you save. We want to see it help. We want to see you succeed in the future. Um, but again, if you're one of those people who, you know, you're, you're a numbers person, you're like, nope, I got it under control. I just need to do it. There's a, there's an amazing amount of resources on our website. Um, I encourage everybody to check that out. But again, don't don't create excuses, right? I didn't get a chance to go to the branch. I didn't get a chance to call. I'll go on the website tomorrow there's no better time than now. Um, so again, stop creating the excuses, take a, a deep dive into your finances and see how you can, you know, improve your financial well-being.
0: Love it. And Sean, is there, there uh, some, some new branches potentially in our future that, that we might uh, see some, some folks at.
1: There are, I, um, I talked about it quickly on our, our previous podcast, but we're very excited to get back into the Denville community um, early this year. So it's, It's been a little bit since we've been there, but we are excited to get back into the community, see those members again face-to-face. I give all the credit to our partner here, Antonia. Antonia does a phenomenal job partnering with um, team members internally as well as vendors externally to make sure that we're giving our members the the best product when it comes to a branch, both visually, um, everything, the flow of the branch, the look, the feel, the team members, Antonia is, like I said, one of my favorites, and she's doing a phenomenal job
2: on that Thank bridge. You.
0: Love it, and uh, I—you can count me in for uh, to be there to, to for the grand opening. So, uh, see you folks again then. I'm sure I'll see you before then. But we will have his laptop. Not, yeah, I, I will bring that laptop, and we can auction it off at go. the grand opening. That's the only way it's going to happen. All right. Well, thank you everybody again for listening today to the Well Being in Your Wall podcast. Um, you know, if you like today's show or if you didn't, go ahead and rate it, like it, subscribe, share with your friends. Um, you know, we uh, obviously are going to keep on coming into your stream if you subscribe. So keep liking that Wellbeing in Your Wall podcast. We'd love to have you back. Uh, if you want more information about financial well-being and Affinity products, you can find it at affinityfcu.com. Um, and as always, thanks for listening and be well.